Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download today at audiblepodcast.com slash PMMPC. There are thousands of titles to choose from, including titles you know you should probably read, like Hooked, How to Build Habit-Forming Products, or The Lean Product Playbook, and Positioning, The Battle for Your Mind. So start the year off right and get a free audiobook on me. Welcome to Product Management Meets Pop Culture. My name is Chris Cummings, and, well, it's been a long time since our last podcast. About seven years or so, give or take. But you know what? I saw Star Wars The Last Jedi, and I knew, just like Kylo Ren knew, and Rey, and Luke Skywalker, I knew the time was right to make the big move and come back to the mic. So on today's show, we're going to review the movie Star Wars The Last Jedi and then look at who makes the better product manager, Kylo Ren or Luke Skywalker. The answer may surprise you. And we'll do it all in 10 minutes or less with some spoilers, so listener beware. Star Wars The Last Jedi picks up right where The Force Awakens left off, with Rey finally face-to-face with Luke Skywalker, trying to bring him out of isolation and back into the good fight. It doesn't go well. Luke doesn't want to go back, and he doesn't want to train Rey in her use of the Force because he thinks she's just too much like his last pupil, Kylo Ren. Too strong. Too dangerous. He just wants to be left alone. Meanwhile, in another part of the galaxy, the Rebels... I'm sorry, the Resistance, are busy running away from the evil baddies known as the First Order. General Leia's fleet is rapidly running out of fuel, in danger of being utterly destroyed by Supreme Leader Snoke and his disciple Kylo Ren. As it turns out, there are a lot of similarities between Rey and Kylo, and the more apparent that becomes to Luke, the more he rejects Rey, and that ends up pushing her closer to Kylo Ren. Rey and Kylo Ren scenes together give The Last Jedi its true heartbeat, and in a movie with multiple impressive action sequences, it's their battle in the throne room against Snoke's gladiator-like guards, and their quiet back and forths before and after that sequence that really make this movie engaging. Thematically, the movie does a lot of things right. There are messages about courage, teamwork, self-sacrifice, hope, concepts that have been part of Star Wars since the very beginning so it's good to see them on display here. Even if they're sometimes contradicted. Like, why is it okay for Vice Admiral Holdo to sacrifice herself to save everybody, but it's not okay for Finn to essentially try to do the same thing 30 minutes later? We don't really get an answer to that in the film. So, the movie isn't perfect. There's a rebellion inside the Resistance that is just dumb, 
because it could have been avoided if Vice Admiral Holdo had just taken two minutes to explain her plan. And the movie feels long, primarily because of a side trip with Finn and Rose to a space casino that ultimately really goes nowhere and does very little to advance the plot. Also, if you cared about the mysteries J.J. Abrams raised in The Force Awakens, like, who is Snoke? Who are Rey's parents? You're going to be disappointed because the answer is basically, it doesn't matter. Rey is important because of who she is, and Snoke, well, he just ends up being an inspiration for the new trilogy's actual villain, Kylo Ren. Overall, I'd give The Last Jedi 4 out of 5 stars. The main theme of The Last Jedi isn't really good versus evil, not exactly. It's more about discerning right from wrong and choosing to do what is right even if it's going to cost you something. At the end of the movie, Luke finally moves from cynicism and fear to hope and action, and he engages Kylo Ren in battle, and it is awesome. Awesome, that is, until the movie reveals that Luke really wasn't there. He was projecting a force hologram of himself, and that hologram is what Kylo Ren was fighting. The battle distracts Kylo Ren and the First Order, and gives the surviving Resistance members time to escape. So, mission accomplished, go Luke! But the strain of sustaining the illusion proves too much for the last official Jedi, sending him to his grave, or turning him into a force ghost, or whatever happens now after a Jedi dies. And that, for me, turned what could have been something incredibly heroic, what could have been this awe-inspiring example of self-sacrifice, into something that feels empty and hollow. I mean, within the context of the movie, Luke does end up inspiring people, reigniting hope, which is great, and it's what was needed. But for me, as someone watching the movie, he accomplishes that using an illusion. He's not really risking anything because he's not really there which is really just a continuation of his actions prior to that battle. He's not there for his sister, or his friends, or anybody, literally or figuratively. He is just absent. It feels like a sad end to this part of his character's journey. Compare that to Kylo Ren, who starts out as this confused, moody apprentice who rises up to take charge and embrace what he sees as his destiny. Putting this into product management terms, a good product manager isn't the boss of the product development team, right? The good PM doesn't manage or direct them. The good PM leads them by clearly articulating the common goal, by providing the greater context that the team is operating in, from the market problems and user pain points to the competitive environment and everything in between. In this PM showdown, I think Kylo Ren is actually the winner. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Kylo Ren is the good guy. And in no way am I suggesting that the way to earn a promotion as a PM is to lightsaber your boss in half, like Kylo Ren does to Snoke. But I am saying that Kylo Ren learns from his experiences, he develops a plan that he sees all the way through, and he adjusts as new opportunities come up. Look at this. So early on in The Last Jedi, he comes to understand that Snoke will just murder him when he's outlived his usefulness. He knows he needs to do something about that before it's too late, and he understands that he needs to recruit outside help to get Snoke off the throne. He can't do it alone. 
and he is successful in recruiting Ray to his side and getting rid of Snoke and his guards. Ultimately, the good product manager wins because the good PM inspires the team to collectively do the right things and celebrate progress together as it happens. Kylo fails on that front when he reveals his true motivations to kill off the old timers and the old ways and rule the galaxy himself. And that's why Rey ultimately rebuffs him. But he does win in this sense. Thanks to his strategic planning and his insights into Rey, he gets rid of Snoke and becomes the new supreme leader of the First Order. Not too shabby for a moody Darth Vader wannabe with problems controlling his anger. If you have thoughts about Star Wars or tips about intergalactic product management leadership, you can hit me up on Twitter at ChrisCummings01 or email me through the contact page at ChristopherCummings.com. Notes for this episode are available there too. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.